And then the sneezing, I was like, maybe it's just allergies. So, and then this morning I woke up and I felt, I don't know, like I had a headache and I was so thirsty. And now, and my nose is so stuffy. Hate it. Don't feel good. Trying to weasel your way out of the show, I see. I'm not. I'm trying here. to set a standard that's saying don't expect much from me today. I see. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Trying to. Don't expect much from me. Yeah, I've got nothing to offer. I have a stuffy nose. You should write a book about it. You well, should you know write a book. It, it makes you feel, you know, like all that congestion in your face. It makes your, I don't know. It just makes me feel like. Bleh. I was saying you should write a book about it. Since that's what people people like to do these days. I, I'm experiencing this thing that billions of people before me have experienced. <laughs> but I'm going to write a book about my experience. Is that what happens? Yeah. People writing books about experiences? That's the that's the hottest seller ever since that movie about oh. the the dude who disappeared from Georgia and got lost in the woods in Alaska and died and then Eddie Vedder wrote songs about it. Oh, that guy by by his bus yeah, or he something. Yeah, died in the bus because he ate some kind of root yeah. or flower. <laughs> I think it was a berry. And the way they twisted that and presented it, it was an experience. Like Subaru could have co-opted that and created a commercial it's like yeah he got to his death spot with a subaru but you know they had a little bit of respect so they didn't do it but they could have done it is the point and that was the beginning of experiential <laughs> and you know we always make fun of people who write books about having children i'm 25 and i have a kid here's my memoir what the fuck yeah. your memoir the hell do you know about anything at 25 years old? I mean, not to sound old, not to be, sound like an old man, but even I recognized at 25. I like, I, I, you're supposed to write what you know. And I don't feel like, I mean, it's not fair to say that people don't know things at 25, but there's a lot of experience left to come. And uh, not even really much of a control group because you yourself change your beliefs and feelings and, outlook so you should have something to compare it against and i don't know when you're 25 comparing it against to the 12 year old version of you i don't know <laughs> well and other things you see around you or other adults maybe other adults what that that was the biggest yeah. fucking scam we were ever sold as children that adults know what they're talking about that adults are authority figures of some sort well maybe that has something to do with like the the disillusion that everyone feels you know that uh, because when the generation, maybe like not X, but the one above them, right? Like the boomers, the edge of the boomers, when they were coming up, it was, you're supposed to act like an adult. You're supposed to look like an adult. You're supposed to dress like an adult. And then as more and more people started to become more like self-actualized or something, that they were able to say, hey, you know what? I'm in the same position that uh, I remember seeing adults and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So what's an adult? Like, what does that, ha what does that even mean? Why do I have to do this? Why is this that? So people are seeing uh, authority figures in a different light. It's because people stopped wearing suits. That's what happened. When you could wear jeans and a t-shirt every single day.
Of course, you're not going to feel like an adult. Like, this is what I wore when I was a child, my gecko neon shorts. And now I'm going to continue to wear those. <laughs> and my neon's coming back, right? Are we back in the, uh, where are we? We're in the 90s uh, fashion. Is that where we've made it? There is a lot of that. Um, my only frame of reference is people going to Target and like pointing things out that look like it's from the 90s. And I have a clear memory of going shopping with my mom, you know, at like wet seal in the mall and stuff and her looking around or even at Target and saying, oh, my God, this looks like something I had when I was young or like this is like all this stuff's coming back. So it's just a big circle. Yeah, but what happens after this period of fashion? Because the 2000s themselves, I guess there was a look for the early 2000s. There was. I feel like it I mean, was uh, no there doubt. Was, there was <laughs> people like to talk about hipsters like they're still around, but that, that's been over for quite a while. Oh, yeah. It was mid 2000s where hipsterdom was at its height. So I don't know that that wasn't, it was widespread enough though. So that it could possibly come around. You think hipster stuff I, will come back? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know. It was widespread to an extent, but not like, you know, just nineties fashion in general, which seemed to be everyone on board. So I, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know the difference between nineties fashion and early two thousands. Because I think of them as both like the low waisted jeans and the tank, the layered tank top. Yeah, maybe the nineties themselves. Uh, oh, okay. Wait, nineties is like chunky, chunky. Well, there shoes. was the first part of the nineties that really was just an extension of the eighties. Yeah. All the neon shit. Oh yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when there was a difference, and I think that like that. Oh, the only thing I can think of is that chunky ass shoe. The like Gen Xers. Well, then it wore. switched over at some point to like Clueless, the fashion in Clueless. Oh hell yeah! And then that carried over a bit into the early two thousands, halfway through. And then I don't know what the fuck. I it. loved that movie so much. You should go watch it. Go watch a young, what's his name? Paul Rudd. Yeah. He's always young. I I don't know why Ruffalo is stuck in my head. I knew it wasn't Ruffalo. I knew it was Rudd. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, Mark Ruffalo is a shapeshifter. Think about him in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and then think of him as the Hulk. Like those are two different people. In what way? I don't see them as the same actor. So you know who else is a shapeshifter? Um. Uh, Alec Baldwin, shapeshifter. Well, you don't know what's. Maybe they have autoimmune disorders, and so they get. Well, I don't. I'm not talking about. They get that. puffy. I'm not even talking about real things. I'm talking about someone being a shapeshifter. So don't hold me to reality. You're saying that they don't look the same. <laughs> they don't think about Alec Baldwin in Beetlejuice, and then Alec Baldwin on um, Thirty Rock. Those are two separate individuals. I'm usually just amazed that Alec Baldwin has been around for so long. It's I think he's really nice to work. Like, I think people like him. Until he kills people. Until he shoots people. Well, that was on an accident. That was such a tragic accident. He should not be held accountable. Well, as a producer, 
and not getting the proper, <clears throat> if he were just an actor, I would agree with you. But as a producer on that film, being in charge. But as a producer, that just means he has money. He's not No, he's also doing on anything. set. And it doesn't matter if you just have money. There's a level. But he's not in charge of like wrangling the the firearms expert. You bring in, you make sure everything is airtight. You don't skimp on things. But not when Why you're you a celebrity excuses? and you're a producer. Why are you making excuses? Because I don't, because I'm, t- I'm talking about reality. So am I. There's a level of professionalism that needs to happen on yeah. film sets. And when it doesn't, bad things happen. Like the the person who got caught on the train tracks in Georgia and died because they were. <gasps> Fried green tomatoes? No. There was a, a oh. film shooting with a very low budget and they were shooting on these tracks they shouldn't have been on with like a bridge and someone died because, oh, we're just trying to skimp here. And I get that it can be expensive to make movies, but especially when you're at the level of Alec Baldwin and it's like, hey, you just. To spend the, the money that needs to be spent, especially when you're dealing with guns and other things that could harm and injure people. I feel like as a celebrity and being a producer, like how many producers were there? I don't know. He was like, I don't For I, that. I, he was like executive producer, though. He was in charge. He was top. Uh, executive. I feel like it's just an honorary title. He doesn't really do. The I don't job know why you're defending producer. this guy so much. Like to me, Alec Baldwin's a guy. When I say I'm surprised he's been around for as long, he's never lived in my consciousness. I, I just, he pops up, I'm like, oh uh-huh. yeah, him, <laughs> him. Even with, thir- I never watched 30 Rock. I couldn't get into 30 Rock. You know what? 30 Rock is like Futurama to me. It's like, I know it's good. And when I've seen it, I've been like, huh. And then that's it. <laughs> yeah, you always preferred. <laughs> like, I, 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 like that is comedy and I recognize it. And I just don't know how many lulls it gives me. That's fine. You're always a fan of Family Guy over Futurama, even though Futurama was smarter. The thing with Futurama is smarter, but it didn't flaunt it. Didn't really put it in your face that it was. Hold smarter. on a second. Why are you? Why? Why are you being? Why? Why are you being so confrontational? Because I'm. You're mad that I'm defending Alec Baldwin. I, I'm not mad. I took a. I took a stance. <laughs> something I take pretty seriously. And you're like, oh, it's, not, it's not his fault that somebody died. That somebody just went to work and never came home. It's my opinion. It's my opinion that I don't think that he was, he was, um, he had his fingers so involved in, in someone else's mistake. I don't think it was his mistake. He's on set in that capacity, in multiple capacities. He sees what's going on. You're right that uh, sometimes people get uh, producer titles and they're not even around, but the dude was around. He was on set. That's all. It's not, it's not. Six producers. It's not confrontational. Well, the 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 reason why I felt like you're being confrontational because you're like, I know how much you hate Family Guy. No, you love Family Guy. You'll always defend Family Guy over Futurama. You love Family Guy. You hate Futurama. I do. Yes. Okay. See what I mean? That's that's what I'm talking about. Why you gotta be so nasty? I defend Futurama because I think it's a. I do too. I didn't say anything bad about Futurama. Don't make me mad. I got a voice that's shitty right now. (laughs) Why is my what is happening with my head? Futurama presented smart material, but didn't treat the audience like idiots, but it also didn't flaunt uh, the fact it was being smart. Why are you talking to me like I am here to defend um, Family Guy? (laughs) Fine, take Family Guy out of the equation. I was just using it as a contrast. Okay. Yeah, but you're putting it on me like I'm the idiot because you think Family Guy is for dum-dums. And I've never said like, I love Family Guy over 
other show. Then Rick and Morty. You love that one. <laughs> I don't. I tried to get into Rick and Morty and I could not get into it. You went to the... I didn't like all this, the, the belching and the vomiting. That's dumb. And, the, and also the animations. I have, I have trouble sometimes when the animation style isn't appealing. Justin Roiland. That was my problem at first with Adventure Time. Adventure Time was like, I didn't enjoy the sort of gross nature that Adventure Time could veer into. And then I watched an episode that made me cry. And then I thought it was brilliant. Oh, then you were in. Yep. <laughs> it was so touching and perfect. I was like, oh my God, this show's amazing. Well, maybe you just liked that one episode. Maybe they did. Well, then I started seeing it in a different light and I started enjoying it a lot more. That can't happen with Rick and Morty, though. Any show that's whole premise was, I want to see Doc and Marty fuck from Back to the Future. You're not going to go too far with that. Though a lot of idiot, I know, there's a lot of people that love it, and they go to the fucking McDonald's, and they cause riots because they can't get their jizz sauce or whatever the hell it was that they were promoting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what is that other show? Oh, BoJack Horseman I couldn't get into I never either. tried. Never watched. I, I tried. I think I was like, yeah, I, I hated the head. I just hated the way the horse's head looked. So I couldn't. Oh, uh, see, that's what I mean. Animation style can really be a turn I off. couldn't get into it. With Rick and Morty, I want to wrap it up, though. You hated this head? <laughs> I want to wrap it up. I was right. I vindicated okay. from the start that Justin Roiland guy is like, I, I don't like him. He's a piece of shit. I don't like the concept. I don't like the way he's full of himself. Eh, who was right? Me. I shouldn't gloat. Because it came on the back of people being sexually assaulted by him and statutory rape. Uh, but this guy should be kicked out of Earth. He shouldn't be around. <laughs> you get into just such a desperate, pathetic figure. He gets a little bit of fame in the way he took it and abused yeah. it. And then he uses immediately. it immediately. Like... It didn't even, it's yeah. a, it's like sometimes they say fame corrupts. To go over time, it rusts you out like a bad car where the the salty water <laughs> rusts out the bottom. Yeah. But this guy, there was none of that. He was, he was already there, ready to go. I'm sure he was a creep before, but he just couldn't do as much. Sure. And the moment he got the opportunity, he took it on the back of a real, they should have just canceled the show. The show doesn't need to exist should just go away how can people how can people even enjoy it when it's an obvious ripoff huh. of the characters from back to the future i know that their adventures are totally different fuck their adventures well yeah fuck it's just their the way adventures. that they i don't give a shit it's just the one guy that looks like that uh, the other one and maybe the voice i guess of Rick. i'm also very protective as you know of christopher lloyd we've done a whole episode oh true uh, Apple on Christopher Lloyd and his brilliant acting. He showed up. He showed up for some promo shoots of the Back to the Future musical. Uh -huh. Maybe he was excited about it. But if I were the person who starred in the movie, I guess I wouldn't be opposed to the musical. But after seeing the musical and saying, "Yeah, you didn't really," the music sucked. You saw it. I saw it when it was in London. Uh, <laughs> did you go there just for that no when we were over there it was kind of a whim yeah okay the back to the future musical why did the music suck what what style I, was it i can't tell you what style and i have no memory of it that's how much it sucked <laughs>
Like so there's the popular songs from the movie mixed in, but the ri- oh, that stuff's fine. Like, like what? Hip to be square or something? It was Huey Lewis back which, in time. Sure, hip to be square, but the the uh, power of love. That's right. Thank you. And the song that Marty performs on stage at the <sighs> Johnny yeah, Be Good and whatever other songs are there, but then. Like Earth Angel. Oh, <laughs> <But> okay. <laughs> the original music. Also, the way they had to be politically correct these days, because in the movie, you know, Doc tells some Libyan terrorist he's going to make a bomb for them so he can get the, the shit that he needs for the time machine. And then they find him and they shoot him. That's how he dies in the movie. But in the... Broadway show. What the what the fuck did it was it uranium? Is that what he got from them? I know you don't know the answer to that. I don't remember. I uh, I saw I saw Back to the Future three more than one or two. Yeah, the worst one. The best one. Uh, I, I'm trying to let's just say it's uranium. I don't need to take the time. In the in the show, he's got it and he's loading up the time machine with it and he bends over and his uh-huh. pants rip his pants from his protective suit and so he gets uh, poisoned and that's how he dies. Uh, poison from what? Yeah, from Uranium? the radiation. Uh, okay. Because we, that is because so we can't lame. portray anyone in negative light anymore. Why can't we just say like some black market baddies or something? Do you know what I mean? Like, why does it, why does it have to be totally different? I don't I met some scary guys, you know, through the dark web. You don't have to say what race or religion they are or something. Hey, could you they just made it some white dudes like the Unabomber? I don't give a shit. Sure. Who I cares? mean, somebody out there would have been angry about that. Well, someone's going to be angry about anything. Yeah. Like uranium didn't mean to kill Doc. Don't don't ban like uranium. family matters. Uh, whenever there were bad guys, they usually were white. Yeah, like oh, one really? time Eddie got in trouble playing some pool. Or there's like a, a robber. <laughs> Why do you know so much about Family Matters? You watched a lot of Family Matters? Yeah, I feel like Matters? once they're like in a store and there's a holdup or something. It's always a white dude. <laughs> I loved Family Matters also. <laughs> I, just, I just think it's funny, the racial dynamics where, yes, quite often on white, where it shows with white people were the leads, the criminals were yeah. black people. But there was a choice, a conscious efforts like let's just make it the complete opposite <laughs> hell yeah it's always the white dudes or the bad people so with back to the future if it was a white guy if it was the, the unabomber who wanted this i yeah. i wouldn't have cared again some people a lot of people probably somewhere would have been angry but ripping of the pants and did they have like a this the very available sound effect of pants ripping yeah i think that when yeah, you bent over you're in the theater and some people have bad seats you have to play it up they probably even reference yeah. it doc your pants ripped oh no i did that's not exactly <laughs> the way right uh, and then marty writes a letter from the past warning doc of the future in the movie he puts on a bulletproof vest i forget what he does here so like, i put on oh, doc you're alive you're alive it's like, yeah, I reinforced my pants with extra stitching. Oh, my God. I love you. Thank you. I thought you said never to. I saw. Oh, sorry. I thought ahead. you said that you can't uh, fuck around with the future because it could really uh, screw things up. I thought, what the hell? And I put extra stitching on my pants. 
Go ahead. I saw um, I saw some uh, clip from Beetlejuice and the the musical, and I just hated it so so much. Yeah, it was fun. It was like you know the chorus going Beetlejuice. He's like, yes, Beetlejuice, yeah. <laughs> like, huh? it was actually Stop it. it's actually. I mean, it's one of those shows when it first came out. What the fuck does this exist for? <laughs> and I went to see it and it was pretty Yeah, you saw it though, you liked it? It was pretty it? fun. Yeah, I thought the sets were cool. Uh look, whenever they put those yeah. promos together too, the the over it's overacted. They're so over the top. Even yeah, even like the um Phantom of the Opera stuff is so melodramatic and stupid looking. <laughs> yeah, they always it's never presented well. Which I guess in theater sure. you are overacting to an extent, and when you're in the theater, it doesn't there's a fun, that's there's a, good a line, point. Like, obviously, you can overact and everyone knows, but you have to convey things a little more animatedly. And I'm sure, like you said, in the theater, I would have fun watching Beetlejuice and I probably would hate that I was having a good time. Like, oh, dang it, they got me. <laughs> but this is uh, this is fun. <laughs> that one was fun. And again, compared to Back to the Future, which... The effects, if they worked properly, would have been cool. The DeLorean and the flying and the final scene with the lightning and Marty having to get back. But, uh, you know, they had technical difficulties and the whole thing was delayed for 15 minutes when Doc was standing on the clock tower and the lightning was striking. And it's like, uh, uh, and then house lights come on. It's like, please excuse us while we deal Ew. with technical difficulties. So I hope they got those straightened out. I haven't read anything about it. If I were Christopher Lloyd and I had seen the show first, I probably wouldn't have been posing for those promo pictures, but maybe he posed with them. But you can't not. I, th I, I think when you're as established as he is and you're as old as he is, you can say to the people like, that kind of sucked. Sorry. I was. I don't think you can. He has a reputation and I think he, he's like a nice guy. So he doesn't want to do that. He's like, these kids, I'll take a picture with them, the kids. It's funny because he was aged in Back to the Future. I just always have viewed him as an old man. Yeah. <laughs> for decades, for 40 years now, Doc has been, I mean, Christopher Lloyd has been Doc. He's been an old man. I mean, he's always like outside of Clue. I feel like the most I know him from is uh, Back to the Future and Adam's family. Even At least as a child, like growing up. Even in 1955, he was an old man when Marty went back. <laughs> he was always old. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we don't need to. He was never. We, we don't need to. I hear what you say. I'm not trying to dismiss it, but we have a whole episode on Christopher Lloyd. So I don't feel a need to <laughs> rehash. It's a strange one. You're like, hey, you know, sometimes in conversation, uh, the same things come up. But I feel like doing sure. doing two shows on Christopher Lloyd would be something. Maybe something special. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So anyways, this, we'll never know because you're worried about it. Is this, I'm not worried about <laughs> it. There's not worry to think about uh, putting together a quality show. And I think, about, I think about the last show. We didn't even do an, an official intro. I'm not saying we need one. I loved the last show. Yeah, but we haven't done an intro for this show either. That's true. Ready? Let me get the proper music dialed up. No, play the Friends transition music. Oops. <laughs> See, I can't get it right. When I'm trying to get it wrong, I get it right. <laughs>
When I try to get it right, I get it wrong. When I try to get it wrong, I get it right. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Anyone who has a roadcaster knows this fucking song because it comes as a preset. It's very embarrassing. In the in the industry, so good. people would laugh at me for having a roadcaster. They'd say, <laughs> oh, really? That is not. It's no, no bueno? That is not a professional piece of equipment. That is consumer grade. Aww. That is for people who don't know anything about podcasting or audio production. Hey, look, I Loser. I got it for free. I also got a Mac Studio for free at some point. Oh, how'd you do that? I did stealing. No, no, no. I can't just steal oh. a computer. And you can't. That's a that's a big ticket <laughs> item. You don't even have access to steal a computer. I, I during the pandemic, I needed. To be able to edit from home. I got this crappy computer that I've been using for years. This new one that I bought during the pandemic that I still record on this show that didn't work. It was a lemon, an actual lemon. And I never brought it back and just thought I deserve to have a shitty computer. I deserve to have wasted $1,200. But because this one couldn't do anything, I needed to get another computer. And I had clearance. I was allowed. I, I got the computer on the company's credit card. And then IT, it just kind of fell through. I don't even want to talk about this because they're going to know if someone's going to hear it. And then it, uh, well, don't talk well, about it. Was, it. It was at the previous company anyway. It wasn't even, uh, it was pre-merger. Oh, okay. Pre-merger. So this was a company that's no longer in existence. Um, and they just, because usually they'll take those things and tag them and put kanji on them, which is some kind of program where they can control the computers remotely and shut them down and update them without your knowledge. So... I've got a. Yeah, I think that my I have a computer from the station uh, that I'm not using, and I think that they can brick it. Yeah, they can on their end. If you quit, if you're let go, I can't do anything with it. I can't download stuff on it. So, yeah, that's a shame. I know. I really looked into uh, how to hack through that, you can't. and I couldn't. No, do there's it. zero way. This this program I'm talking yeah, about, Kanji, you can wipe the. It's embedded in some way where it you can't ever get rid of it unless they take it off themselves. There were a person who has access. I could break into the IT department, I guess, and figure out where their master terminal is and try to find my computer on a list and r- remove <laughs> it. Cool. But other than that, yeah, like uh, like like um, war games. Look, I'm down to do it. That'd be my laptop. I could have a laptop in the free and clear. Make friends with someone in the IT department and then just like hang out with them and have lunch and then like ask them to get you a soda. And so they get up and then you like rifle through their stuff and you find a password. If Or you look on the desk and you find out like his mom's name is Margaret, you know, and so like that might be a password. If I knew remotely what I was doing, I may try it, but I have no clue what I'd even be looking for. So I just leave it alone. But I did. Yeah. I did extensive research, and I was like, "Can I just like wipe this computer and make it my own?" Especially not this. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I had I had another one that I had to turn in. It got to a little too old, and it started crashing. But bef- okay. but before that, uh, I thought maybe I can keep this thing. 
Nobody knows I have it. Well, they know I have no, it. No, how do we? Forgot ugh. that I have it. Whatever. <laughs> I want to be able to hack in it, hack through, get in there, because they don't have that kanji thing. It's just an admin password that I don't know. Well, they can access it remotely, I would assume. Somehow, you sure there's? I know, but I want to take that off too. That's you can't take that program off. Whatever it is, there's got to be something. I know. Without the admin password, I bet you if I had the admin password, I could do more. And figure it out. Also, what is it? It's an IBM with a little red button as a mouse. No, it's not that. Isn't it? <laughs> I remember those. I feel like they still make those. They pro- I don't know if they still make them. I think they're probably still around. That's hilarious. I totally forgot about that little nubbin that was the mouse. <laughs> it's pretty sensitive, that nub. <laughs> That little that little keyboard dink. Do they even still make why Lenovo still uses that weird red nub? So it still exists. It does? Yeah, and you can get replacements. Look at this. I guess wow. they can wear out and you can get uh, yourself a five piece mouse stick point cap for ThinkPad replacement pack. <laughs> I see so many. There are so many. That little nub track point. But there also seems to be a mouse pad at the bottom. So I don't know what, what is. I've never, I don't know. I'd never had an IBM. I don't think it always had the mouse pad because I don't think the mouse pad existed. I think there's probably like an overlap between the two. But I think for a second there was no mouse, <laughs> like a trackpad. Well, look, I think that's a good idea. It was innovative. That's why IBM led the way. That's why it they built that, built that tower and. Midtown Atlanta with the gold top. And then they built the little version of it next to it. The one on 14th Street. What are you talking about? The the one on 14th Street in Atlanta. 14th and I don't know if it's a West West Peachtree. The the building with the gold top. Everyone knows it's been in Atlanta for a long time. It was an IBM thing. Oh, the the, uh, Bank of America building? No, that one's on North Avenue and... Yeah. Some other street. <laughs> this one is on 14th Street. <laughs> okay. You looking it up? Yeah. Just look up IBM Tower, Top. Atlanta. It's one Atlantic oh, Center. Also known as IBM Tower. Is IBM, IBM still exists? I mean, all right, sorry. It's a, I think it's probably like a conglomerate. Sorry, it's, a, it's good. This is not a gold good, That's thing? gold at the very top. Look at that beautiful gazebo oh that thing it's a gazebo yes, at the top got it it's a gorgeous gazebo a and then they built the weird small one next to it that that's like the same style <laughs> but had a yeah much, much less pointed top and it's like they just gave up it looks like they started building and said eh, you know cap it we're done yeah we don't need that little also gold trackpad track <laughs> nubbin at the top ibm was big business i i, I had a, f- a friend's dad it was think about like yeah so many of those companies ibm stock and they 146 dollars a share who knew i didn't know they still made shit what was that what was that company that computer that made like the cow it was gateway like computer Gateway. Remember Gateway? Yeah, Gateways God. really sold themselves like, as like some yeah. top of the line shit, but I don't know if they were. I think that was marketing because you remember the cow. 
gateway computer. I'm going to see if I can buy a gateway computer. IBM's oh, one of the world's USA, largest employers. Convert. So that's what I'm saying. I think that they do so much more. Damn, you can still get a gateway. I got a gateway. I guess IBM, yeah, so they continued with like technologies and stuff, but they just don't put out hardware and products anymore, like straight up consumer. Yeah, I don't think so. Products. I figured they went under because I had a friend whose dad worked for IBM growing up and he got fired. And I thought for whatever reason <laughs> in my mind that signified the end of IBM. It's like, I guess they're not doing well. And then they kind of disappeared from the scene and things like Gateway popped up. And Wang. <laughs> Wang. Yeah, Wang computers and Packard Bell. And unfortunately, I had a Dell. Uh, ugh, uh, I enjoyed the Dell. The Dell was fine, but I hated the. Oh, yeah, Dell is fine. Dell dude. Oh, uh, Justin Long. I, uh, that guy is. Is that the Dell guy? He has a name. The dude you've got a, you got a Dell. I didn't know he had a name. I would prefer him not to have a name because it humanizes him. And in my mind, the. Violet. Well, it was him and a friend, right? It was like the guy in the suit versus Justin Long, right? Dude, you guy, I, I just remember he was an idiot. He was supposed to be the selling point. He's like, the the Dell. Oh, it's not him. This is Ben Curtis, dude. You're getting a Dell. Anyways, he made shitloads oh, yeah. of money doing that. Hell yeah. He made, He's an actor. He made so much money. <laughs> it made me want to throw my Dell into the pool below. When I lived at 1660 Peachtree, it's like, I hate the fact that I have the computer that you promote. I imagined him showing up in my <sighs> apartment. Like, let me see your Dell. <laughs> he was Dude. part of. He played local population in Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Just like a person, I think, probably on the street, like, I got to get home to make muffins. Oh. You know, like when you pass somebody on the street. I was thinking it was a rapper. <laughs> they say weird I, shit. I was thinking it was a rapper with a name like Local Population. Oh, yeah. That's a kind of cool rap name. Oh, so he was just doing non-playable characters. Get out of my way, homie. Stuff like that. Non-playable characters, which is the trend these days. The, the Those weird TikToks where women also have OnlyFans, which fine, but... They also go on and people feed them corn and they say, yum, corn, yum, corn, yum, corn. Are, that is so, yeah. Like, Thank you. I dream good. Yeah. That's ruff, ruff. that's big time money. I bet they make more doing that than the OnlyFans. It is quite the. I'm going to start sitting on cakes <laughs> to make money. Leaving skid marks. <laughs> you know, people are going to say I want it to be white frosting so I can see the contrast uh, of your dirty ass. Yes. I need to see exactly where it went up your crack. And if I can't, yeah. if I can't find go. that distinction, I am not paying you for that cake. It's too late. You already paid. You're behind the paywall now, bitch. It is doing the non-playable character thing to OnlyFans and doing hardcore porn. It's an interesting, I, I don't, <laughs> I guess you already have a built-in fan base. Are they two totally, totally different fan bases? I think they're totally different well, there's, because there's got to be some crossover. No one ugly does this, right? There's not like a really ugly person doing the non-playable character that has millions of followers. Uh, no, but I don't think that they're doing the same things over at OnlyFans. Is that what you mean? 
No, I know they're not doing the same things. I'm just saying going from the non-playable character thing uh-huh. to hardcore porn on OnlyFans, I just I find I don't even know how to lump those two things together as a career. Oh, it would be a it would be a Venn diagram, right? Of of people who consume that. There'd be like me who doesn't need to pay to see that girl that's doing weird things as a NPC uh going over to OnlyFans to watch her do something dirty. But then there are other people like she's so hot I want to see what it looks like up her butt. Then they watch that. Yeah, they simp for her too. They do. <laughs> Don't you talk to her like that. <laughs> I buy her OnlyFans. So they go on the TikTok live streams, I think. And Yeah. What does simp mean? It's just kind of I'm not I'm sorry, not not what is it, but is it sympathetic? No. Simple? No. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's born out of sympathy. They they show excessive sympathy and attention. Okay. To me, it was years ago, and the, the, I don't <laughs> know if it was born out of this exactly, but uh, you know, the cam rooms. And if yeah. you clicked on one and you watched the chats, there's always the people who know the cam girl to whatever extent. They don't really know each other, but they're always there. So she knows their screen name. Yeah. They're regular. Yes, and at some point, they feel as though they're more special than the other people in the room. And if somebody is out of line or somebody does something that they don't like or somebody says something to the girl, they're the one who steps up like, hey, hey, not allowed in this room. <laughs> and I think that has grown oh. to a level as you get more access to people when they put their content out, especially when it's a live stream. Um or if you're paying for a subscription, so not anyone can waltz in and you have a bit more access to the the person. I think that grows. And in their yeah. minds, they think somewhere along the line. And this is this is taking a step. And maybe not everyone thinks this. Some people probably just like the idea of uh flaunting it to other people that I'm the one who protects her and she knows me and she has no clue who the fuck you are. It might give them a sense of purpose. Undertaker seventy. In a world where they have, they feel, yeah. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior twenty two. Get out <laughs> of this room! But somewhere, I think they think we'll get fucked. Well, I can't uh, get inside the mind of a man, especially the type of man who is like a regular at a chick's cam site. But I would assume that it's like. They're getting a, a, a feeling of relationship, but never having to actually uh, do any of the things that uh, require that are required in a relationship. Not just like, I don't want to be tied down. Like, I, I am actually uh, socially inept and cannot function in a world where she and I would actually meet. Do you know what I mean? So it's like the perfect arrangement. She gets money. He feels, you know, uh, appreciated and like purposeful. So it's good. Is it? I mean, maybe not long term, you know, maybe not as a as a way to avoid uh, dealing with some coping mechanisms that are not functioning, like are not progressing you in life. 
But if it's okay for now, then I guess. <laughs> I mean, I do feel as though that the people would have no idea what to do if they met the person right. in real life. Like, uh, I'm. Well, that's the thing. You shouldn't meet them in real life and assume that we can have the same relationship that we've had purely online. It has to be like, yeah, I'm so-and-so in your group. It's so nice to finally meet you. And then that's it. You know what I mean? You can't be like, and we should hang out and we're friends now, right? And I'm going to ha- hang out next to you for a lot longer than I should. <laughs> it's like Dr. Joe on our show. <laughs> Damn. You really went there. <laughs> it's true. Why? Because he's hiding in, in the station. Well, he just like hangs out a little too long. Like at the live shows, he just stays and stays in pictures and stuff. <laughs> And I feel like he, someone would go home and show like, yeah, I saw I met the doctor, the doctor and people today. And it's like, who's that? Oh, that's Dr. Joe. Is he a part of, oh, the doctrine? Like this part of the show? No. <laughs> I mean, he's somebody who comes on the show. I don't know. <laughs> I do imagine him just sitting in the corner of the studio. And he's, why are you here today? I got no reason. Just hopefully you bring me on the air. Yeah. And I get like, again, okay. Do you, but also I just wouldn't do that. I feel like it feel it does not feel good to me. It feels desperate. I have no comment, no further comment on that one. It's too close to home. Bless his heart. Yeah. Sammy. Uh, That's the thing. I have, I have opinions, but I don't, it's like, whatever, do whatever you want. Why is TikTok such an annoying thing to search on? Like, if you don't know the person's name, but you get close. Yeah. I, I can't. I, I, it is I'm i looking for one of these stupid, non-playable character. We need a fucking producer. I need some person who just sits off to the side. Look, look it up. Look it up for me now. I don't have time to do this because I'm talking. <laughs> it's wasting. I can try and look it up while we're no, talking. It's, it's, it's because... There's the non-playable character thing where people just walk around the streets and hold their phones and have those inane conversations. I got it right here. I got it. Bing, bang, boom. I got it. Right no. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Thank you, Louise. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Thank you, Louise. Gang, gang. Hey, what is wrong with you? Don't want some. No, I... What is that? That's. Oh, she's like yelling at someone off camera. Hot dog. Which one is that? The one with the pointed ears? This is Barbie. This is S L A. I don't know. Don't 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 don't, don't promote anyone. I don't want anyone. People can find these these chumps on their own. Oh my god! The first one you had was that pinky. That was pinky someone. I'm not going to promote the whole name, but you can find it. Yeah, she's kind of. She invented it, though, I think. And so then you get these warring factions. Uh, No, 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 no. That Japanese girl did. No, 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 no. Absolutely she did. No, 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 no. You need to look into this. There's warring factions. Some people say that. Oh, is that right? (laughs) Remember that girl I used to send her to you all the time? I was like, I can't stop watching her. She's so weird. I don't know if I ever watched it. (laughs) I didn't have. Were they TikToks? How? Yeah. I don't I don't remember. 
I mean, I watched them. Yes, I remember. Don't shut down. Here she is. Hold on. Oh, she's not really doing anything. She's just like being cute. Well, yeah, I can't find. Well, it ultimately, now. good for these people, I guess, in some way. Oh, here we go. She's really good. She like, she legit acts like when you're like building a character before you actually play a game and you like do little things to make them move around and react like that's she she's really good. Why does that catch on though to this level? Why do people enjoy watching that for hours (gasps) on end? I don't know. Why why do people give them money? I don't get that. Hot dog. Yum. Hot dog. Yum. Kitty. Hearts, thank you for the heart. It's become easier to give money too. Uh, thinking back, yeah, when you had to, if if there was something that popped up on the internet and you needed to give, like even tipping on the internet, what you would have to go through the official site and buy some form of different currency, like coins, and some kind of. There was a whole process, and now I feel like you can easily send it through. God knows what. Well, you can like use your Apple Pay. Yeah, you link it to the app. So just yeah, accesses that. It's similar to when you do auto pay for things, in that it, there is when there's less of a process, less of interaction on your part to get the money where it needs to go to complete the transaction. Uh, it has less of an impact. So with like auto pay, when I pay my cable bill. Well, I don't have cable anymore, but it's the internet bill. It used to be internet and cable. When I would pay that manually every month, I'd be like, God damn it, this they're so fucking expensive. <laughs> Fuck them. And then I set it to auto pay. And I was like, I don't know. It just comes out. And I don't even think about it. And then you look at the credit card statement right. at the end of the month and you pay whatever's on there, which is why they want you to do that. It's why they will offer discounts quite often. Like, hey, $5 off your bill if you enroll in auto pay now. Until they get you and they get enough people. And then at some point they pull back that offer similar to what T-Mobile did where they offered you $5 for auto pay. And then they decided, well, if you're not linking a debit card, then you can't get the $5 anymore because yes, there are transaction fees that come with credit cards. But how many times has T-Mobile been hacked? I'm not giving you direct info. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Where someone can just waltz straight into my bank account to continue to make, uh, to save $5 every month. It's a shitty move on your part. So desperate for money. The uncarrier is what they call themselves. We're not like the other ones, except you're exactly like the other ones. So stop fucking around and just come out and say it. I'd respect you more. T-Mobile feels very low rent. Well, I had Sprint, which was really low rent, but that was part of the reason they not for a minute, maybe not at first. It worked in cities. Like it's in Sprint, it's coverage wasn't the best if, if you traveled across the country. Right. But it's like, I wasn't, tra- it's like, even if I was traveling, I was going to cities. So I liked Sprint. It worked well in New York, especially. Uh, they had good deals. I remember AT&T was like that too. And like it wasn't good out in the country. Yeah, they continued to build their network. And T-Mobile at some point came in and took over Sprint. T-Mobile there was some other merger. Was it with AT&T? There was some crazy thing where AT&T was going oh, to acquire yeah. T-Mobile. Then it was blocked by the government. But T-Mobile still got paid billions of dollars by AT&T for the failed acquisition attempt. 
And then here they are crying poverty. I mean, I, I'm, I know there's a lot of infrastructure to take care of. There's a lot of people work for the company, but it's like, we're taking away your $5 savings. So you know what I did? I turned off auto pay because that's what, what they want. I turned on paper billing again. So they have to send me something every month. That's going to cost them a bit of money. I'm petty. I'm really fucking petty. I was going to go to the T-Mobile store and pay with a check, but they added on a $5 processing fee if you pay in store now too. So wow, I, I still thought about, Rude. I still thought about mailing a check because they want to play this game where they take $5 away from me because I don't have a debit card linked. Then I'm going to make sure that it costs you more than that $5. Whoever has to process the checks that you have to pay that person. And uh, it's a pretty serious job because you want your money. So you're not going to skimp on it necessarily. So I'm trying to make their lives hell. And then they sent me a text after turning off, after uh -huh. turning off auto pay, uh, three days later, your bill is past due, uh, threatening to turn off my service. <laughs> and so I was given the opportunity to do a survey and I said, this is absolutely insulting. I have been a customer with the Sprint for however many years. You can go back. You clearly have access to those records. Uh, when you acquired the company, you can see that I've always made my payment every single month. And now because you don't know exactly when my payment's coming in, you're freaking out. Well, you can deal with it because it's a disgusting thing that you did. Your new CEO is trash. Holy just shit, like the rest Greg. of them. Just like the rest of them. And what happened? And maybe some somebody Anything somewhere will read it. And I'm going to make them wait. I'm going to make them wait 10 days after my due date every month now. Man, you really showed that. I them. did. They want you in auto pay. They want it. It helps them know that the money's coming in. It's a guarantee. They can better do their budgets. Why do you concern yourself with everyone else's thing? What do you mean everyone else's thing? This directly impacted me. Do I need the, the, the $5 in itself isn't the big deal. It's the principle of the matter. You don't go around yeah. promoting yourself as the uncarrier, and then you just act like the rest of them, ultimately. Oh, the costs are going up. Cost of business. Yeah, because of poor management and the CEO gets ungodly amounts of money. So send me that paper bill. Send me those pages and pages uh, that you have to print out and put in an envelope and put a stamp on and put in the mail. Give me the $5 back. I'll <laughs> turn that off, and you won't have to do it every month. And enjoy the paper check that's mailed to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, I just, I don't have that drive. That feels like a lot of wasted energy. Oh, it's a lot of focused energy. It feels good because these corporations. Uh, no one said it wasn't these, focused. It says wasted. corporations just shit all over you and nobody does anything. And I know that it's not ultimately going to change a thing, but. Any little battle I can fight. It's like, you know, Uber coming into the market. We're only $5 a ride until we destroy the market and own it. And now, you, now you're sure. at our mercy and it's going to cost you $50 to go three miles. I hear you. Same with uh, Airbnb. Airbnb was ruined. Airbnb was effectively banned in New York City. I saw that. Which... But wasn't it already kind of banned? Hey, there were there's laws on the books like short term rentals are not legal in New York unless you're specifically licensed for it. So, with the laws that already existed, yeah, people renting out their apartments, 
people collecting apartments and using them as Airbnbs, which is not look, a lot of people didn't do this, but there were people who rented an apartment specifically to use it as an Airbnb, where the landlord themselves couldn't do that, probably is under more scrutiny. So we'll get caught if they're running a building that's an illegal hotel. So it is pretty shitty for a person to take someone else's property and then to profit off of it. You've got the people who would argue that fuck the landlord, but come on. (laughs) The landlords can be shitty, especially when they are big corporations. Uh, I think there's a theme appearing here, but that's a, a thing that's happening is, you know, companies buy up a lot of these buildings and then they're your landlord and they do not give a shit. There's no personal interaction. When your lease is up, they just look at it. Here's how much we're raising it. You know, I have a landlord who owns this building. He lives in the front and it's nice because he wants a good tenant. He doesn't want to have to deal with all the shit that comes along with a bad tenant. Corporations probably don't either, but they have lawyers. They don't. It's like. Well, and it doesn't really matter to them. They could have they could make the neighborhood more shitty by having shitty renters. But as long as they're making money from it, then they don't really care because they're not directly affected. Exactly. So. So yeah, with their stupid. with Airbnb though, they really crack down. You can't and I think it went a little too far. I think if you like people, granted they're already rich people, but if you own a brownstone, quite often there's a garden floor apartment. When if you own that building, I don't see why you couldn't use your bottom floor apartment as an Airbnb if you wanted. Some people rent it out, some people keep it for themselves. But it's your building. I don't see why that's necessarily an issue. It does remove an, uh, an apartment theoretically from the market and there's already a housing shortage in New York. So that's that's one of the things that people... <laughs> that is true. I mean, th- there just doesn't seem to be any like principles or ethics when it comes to business operation. No, you get as much as you can as qu- quickly as you can. Yeah, it's horrible. I got mine. That's That's... Everyone's just trying to get theirs that's all they want and once they get it it's like fuck you i got Until, mine when it, not when it's little not when it stays not when it's small necessarily what do you mean but definitely like as it gets bigger then that's that seems to be the case some people start businesses just because they want to sell it they want to flip <laughs> it in essence i'm going to create this thing that a bigger right. company is going to buy and then i'll get rich and i won't have to think about it anymore other people, sure. There's plenty of people that open businesses and they just want that to be their lives. Like it would be kind of cool if uh, you owned a bookstore and you lived above the bookstore and that was your life. You're like, I don't know. I just run that store yeah. and it pays for my life. And I, I've, there's still people out there. It's harder to do just because cost of living is so insane. So it's not uh, yeah. the opportunity to do that doesn't present itself as much as it used to. I like that idea. I'd be down for something like that. Yeah. Airbnb, though. You want to live above a bookstore? Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> Airbnb, though, in general, I am on board with the banning. It's the hotels are already going to, they're already expensive in New York. They're going to be even more expensive. Yes, there was the hotel lobby that was pushing for this, too, because they just, they didn't like that their business was being hurt. So it's not a black or white issue. I'm not fully on board with the hotels, right. but. But these Airbnbs. But it did. You're right. It did take away from people's ability to rent an apartment, and it also drove the rents up. 
And if you lived in a building that, that somebody was running, that would suck. Right. Luckily, I never did. But if you lived in a building where the apartment next to you or across from you was an Airbnb where the people don't even show up, they just put a lockbox outside. Like, yeah, just show up. Here's the code. You can go in and people in and out constantly. And usually people in those. Yeah, different types of people, whether they're like noisy or if they're shitty because they don't give a shit because they're just renting it. Yeah, and there's all kinds of people. Some people, there's plenty of people probably would go in and, and respect the place and respect that it's a building where people live. But there's people that don't. And even if it's 10%, you're going right. to be dealing with that on a pretty regular basis. So overall, I'm glad that they banned it. Airbnb's not. How- <laughs> How's it? Well, fuck Airbnb. It's the same. Like you go on there and it says $75 a night. And then that one night includes so many fees. It ends up being like two fifty. Yeah. Well, you know what Airbnb did? They changed it. So you can click a little button and it'll show you the full price up front. So you don't have to click through and then be surprised. It doesn't change the fact that people are charging $300 for a cleaning fee while also giving you a yeah. list of chores to do. Yes. Fuck that shit. Are you nuts? There was a time we were. <laughs> Get the fuck I, out. I got a bad review in an Airbnb <laughs> once because uh, they said we left the kitchen messy. Uh huh. The garbage can was small. We were there for, like, this was a film. We were traveling for a shoot, and three of us were staying in this Airbnb. So there's a decent, but but there was one small trash can, no obvious bigger trash can outside, didn't know where to put it. So kind of just compiled everything in one spot near the trash can, though. But like, but made it nice, put things in other smaller bags. So whoever had to clean it, it wasn't a hard thing. Left us a bad review for leaving the kitchen messy. It's like, fuck you. I should be able to just leave it scattered about if I want because you're charging $300 right. for a cleaning fee. So how dare you even go up and, and write such a review? Yeah, that's really shitty of them. And all these people. To charge you a bunch of money for cleaning and then to complain that they had to clean it. Shut you up. needed to strip the beds and put the sheets in the washer and start the wash only on cold water, though. And if you use warm, I'm going to write it up in the review. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> the balls on these people. Fucking hell. And then the people who would buy a bunch of properties because they wanted to uh, run Airbnbs as their career. Now they're in a bad spot. Good. Fuck you. Again, there's a housing shortage <laughs> and crisis and it's hard to get housing and it's expensive. And if you're in a spot where you can buy up multiple homes just to rent them out to other. Fuck you. I understand that you need to look out for yourself and that we all need to survive. But like you said, there's maybe some level where you think about the impact that these actions have on society right. in general and most people don't care like nah I don't, who fucking cares I've got my 12 houses and I rent them out for an average of $1,200 a night with a $500 cleaning fee and I'm getting my money who cares <laughs> about the neighborhood who cares I just liked your impression of the person get my money that's, that's, that's the way they act <laughs> It's just, you know, I guess it's been rammed down our throats since we were kids, though. It's like important. Make money, make money. You got to make money. Got to find a ways to make money. What's uh, What sets you apart if you have money? What means you're successful if you have money? I think that's not 
everyone's mindset. It's enough. I mean, dude, you got Adele sold his fucking soul for a dumb <laughs> character because they were offering him millions. Not to say I wouldn't have done the same, but <laughs> what would you do? Yeah, <laughs> and it's not really harming anyone. I would take it too. That one, that one's not really harming yeah. anyone. It's a dumb marketing idea. <laughs> I think I'd say, you sure you yeah. want to do this? This is that's not dumb at the time. You remember it was like. Was it? You know, all that stuff was happening. It was a good idea <laughs> for the time. It's a simpler time. <laughs> Just a commercial where people went, was it? And it was the evolution of the, the frogs. Yeah. The Budweiser oh, frogs. Yeah. Budweiser? Yeah, that was it. Damn, that is so stupid. It is so stupid. And you think they can't get any stupider than this. And then, then they have the Waz Up commercial. Show can. <laughs> you enjoy it, then. Listen to this. <laughs> well, thinking back about how stupid it is. And the Waz Up became such a thing. Like, we all, not we all, but many of us would say that to each other. Waz it's like, where's the beef? The fuck? I can honestly it was, that say. Was like a, that was like a way to, resp that was like an exclamation point for people. Where's the beef? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? God, we are so silly. People are so silly. We, I am people. We are all so silly. I'm above people. They're not silly. They're dumb. <sighs> I think I am too, but, but I find myself just like, listen, just like the, Beetlejuice uh musical. So stupid. But then whoops, kind of kind of fun. And I guess the was up kind of fun. So stupid, but kind of fun. If we're comparing it to big corporations that are trying to destroy the fabric of society, yes, I would I would go for the was up guys. <laughs> I would prefer that. Even though it was from a big corporation, <laughs> from the minds of some marketing guru. At the big corporation. Ooh, just like high on Coke. So much Coke. It'll come back around when content was clearly created by people who are high on something. We had to move away from it for a bit. Yeah. We had to get. Uh, we had to, Well, Adderall maybe now. We had to get into the golden age of television where there were serious dramas. And that was nice and enjoyable. Then we had to get into the social responsibility era of television. But it'll. It'll come back around. You said earlier things are cyclical. They really are. I guess that's... Uh, the, the dog is barking, which signals the end of our show. <laughs> I got to pull up the proper music. Hold on. Would you do the outro? Why? I feel so lightheaded. <laughs> I don't know... Thanks for listening to One Topic. <laughs> like and subscribe, rate and review. We love you. Thanks. Bye.